0: Welcome to the Edge Show. Today is uh, an Edge Show which is brought to you by the letters E, M, and M. This is one of the Enterprise Mobility Management Edge Shows, and uh, joining me today for this session uh, is Fabian. Fabian is from the Workfolders team, and uh, we're going to be taking a look at some of the stuff that's really important to you guys um, around Workfolders. You've been telling us that you like the approach with Workfolders. Some folks, it's really good for um, when you're in the situation where you don't want to put all of your data into the public cloud. So. Fabian, uh, can you describe what Workfolders is for these guys, for people that don't know?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Workfolders is essentially a synchronization solution for data that is based on a file server. So uh, as long as you have data that is information worker data, that is individual data for that information worker, and you have it currently sitting on a file server, you have a lot of investments in file servers or in the ecosystem around file servers, then Workfolders is a next generation way of getting people access to their work files. And that is through sync. I mean, a lot of people these days don't want to type in uh, SMB paths or go and use um, shares and connect via VPN to the corporate net, corporate net before they can actually access their files. So WorkFolders works through all these boundaries just through HTTP and allows you to synchronize files to devices and get you access to them in a very secure way.
0: And I guess the, um, the really key thing there is that it actually does use the infrastructure you've already got in place. It already uses your, your file servers. They do need to be Windows Server 2012 file servers. And then it's going to publish with um, things like the web application proxy role inside of Windows Server 2012 so that we can make it nice and easy for folks to access their files. But the really key thing is that we don't have a situation here where people need to type in, as you say, those complicated SMB paths or anything else. They, the software can just go and find that information from DNS right. for them. So, really, really cool. And we've had solutions for Windows for quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. You guys dropped a Windows Seven um, client a while back as right. well, right? Um, which I think uh, really super important. So Windows eight point one, Windows Seven supported. Right. But apparently, some people out there are using something that looks more like that <laughs> yes. than uh, yes. than something that looks more like Windows. So, yes. um, what have we? What have you guys done to um, to make? Um, iPad users' lives a little bit easier?
1: Yeah. So essentially, um, like all the modern devices from iPads to um, even Windows tablets and other things, uh, it's just one of the ways of bringing... is the BYOD scenario, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. You bring your own devices into the enterprise, and they're not necessarily company-owned devices. Yeah. So um, as you do that, yeah, you still want to use them for work, but you also use them for personal mm-hmm. life, right? And at that point in time, um, the really important thing for you is to to balance these two things. And the first and foremost rule for an organization that allows personal devices into their environment is that whatever data gets on the device is actually kept secure. Mm -hmm. So I think that's paramount and without that we don't even need to start on the BYD adventure because otherwise it's just personal devices in the enterprise. So we need to find a way to make that work for the IT administrator to, get, to keep the data safe and for the user to actually be productive on their devices. Yeah, so
0: we, we need something, I guess that there needs to be some kind of encryption on the device to make sure that Correct. it actually yes. lands. Now, I know that iOS actually has some built-in encryption mechanisms. Um, what are we doing around encrypting the data when it is on that iOS device?
1: Yeah, I think that is really our um, biggest focus on, um, in, the, in, in our entire iPad, um, work for this ecosystem, mm-hmm. our focus is really on uh, security. Yeah. And we encrypt the data in transport, SSL, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, we encrypt the data at rest on any of the devices. On uh, iPad, we use the um, the iPad encryption mechanism. There is a hardware chip on the, on the device that actually allows us to accelerate the encryption and decryption of the data. So at no point in time, we actually store an unencrypted file on the disk. Even when we show it to you, we decrypt it very quickly before. And I have a very big file that I can show you so you can even see the progress bar. Um, and we're basically making sure that at no point in time there's unencrypted data on the disk. Mm-hmm. We only unencrypt in memory. And the moment you turn the device off, that's the memory's gone. gone. So
0: unless you can kind of work out some very strange attack where you're going to Place an iPad or an iPhone into the freezer and then try and do something very, very strange <laughs> with it, that's, uh, yes. it's going to be kind of hard to get the data. Um, for those folks out there that don't know, the iOS um, 7 is actually um, FIPS 140-S certified and Apple are actually working on FIPS 140-S certification for iOS 8, which means that the, uh, the hardware um, is pretty secure for most workloads um, and it's going to be good in, in most situations. So it's great that we're actually taking advantage of that and taking advantage of the hardware acceleration. Uh, should we take a look at it? Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So when I just tap on our WorkFolders icon, that's the application when it comes up and is not configured. That's basically brand new from the App Store, just mm-hmm. downloaded. And um, yeah, I now need as a user, I now need to uh, go find my WorkFolders server. Mm-hmm. And because the difference with WorkFolders is that you actually host the server in your own enterprise versus it's a cloud service. Yeah. Um, that's a bit of a challenge finding your server because this iPad now individually needs to go reach back to your organization mm-hmm. and then cross the boundary and find the right file server. Right. Okay. And all of this needs to happen uh, in a way that is very intuitive for the user. They don't necessarily want to remember URL or go through hoops or VPN connections. So. We work across all of this by um, simply asking the uh, user to enter their email address, their work email address, okay. of course. If that they should enter be
0: their... something that most users are yes. capable of doing. should be something that most people do. So mean.
1: in our little scenario, I set up a test server, and that is Contoso. So in my little scenario, I'm Joe from Contoso. Uh, dot com, And uh, what we're asking here for is really it doesn't really have anything to do with the email address itself. Mm-hmm. It is um, what we're after is the domain part of the email address. But yep. if you ask the user for a domain, then you're not necessarily <laughs> no getting yeah. what you want. So, yeah. user knows the email address. Very simple. Has nothing to do with Exchange or anything around that. We just after the email address, so it goes after a well-known URL that you and your enterprise can um, in reverse DNS just expose, which is workfolders. And then whatever the domain part of the email address is. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it would be workforters.contoso.com. Okay. Yeah. So you just expose that, and that is an entry door for the iPad app to reach the front door of your enterprise, essentially.
0: Cool. And I'll put a link in the uh, in the notes for the show around how you can set up those DNS entries and what you actually need to put in place there. Because there's a few different little, little certificate requirements that need to go in as well just to, to make sure that everything's nice and secure. Right, right.
1: So on certificates, it's you can use self-signed certs. But when you do that, you have to import it on the devices that you want to use. Uh, when you um, like to roll out work folders in production, we recommend that you get a publicly trusted certificate so you don't have to import them on all the devices. and. Um, that's pretty much all you need for securing this SSL connection to your enterprise. So now we just hit continue. And what it actually goes and does now it's going out and find the actual server that sits somewhere in an enterprise and uh, discovers the correct server it should connect to. So Mm -hmm. that was pretty quick. It found it. We support um, digest and ADFS authentication. Um, In this case, uh, the server is digest. So it asks me for um, domain. And alias. So alia, uh, domain is Contoso, alias is Joe, and now everybody can see my password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can blur that out. <laughs> yes. So, no, it's okay. It's just a test server. Okay. So, with that, we have actually authenticated to the server. Mm-hmm. And um, now there's one more security measure here in place. Because one of the things that you do with an iPad, you take it with you. Mm-hmm. It is where you are essentially yeah. and at that play at that point in time it, there is a chance that you leave it somewhere unattended that you lose it that somebody takes it from you so mm-hmm. um, even if you don't have this device under um, intune management for instance yeah. um, so maybe the device doesn't have a uh, device lock mm-hmm. so somebody could get into the device use all the apps the one thing that we don't want people or malicious Persons to do is to use the work photos files. So, what we ask the user to do is when they set up work photos, we ask them to actually go and define a pin for the app. And that's mm-hmm. something that when you bring up the app fresh, it asks you for the pin. If you haven't used the app for like three minutes or so, then it asks you for that again. But it's a very unobstructive way of, of getting back into your data. And it's not actually something that you remember. You just
0: yeah, do it. You just do it. It's, it's I like set a very simple
1: pin on my iPad, one, two, three, four, and I confirmed that pin, and that's all I had to do. And presumably, that pin is used in the encryption. In Correct. Some way. That's yeah. uh, one of the salts in the in the encryption, but uh, it's just a four-digit pin, so it's, uh, it's has a, a minor yeah. part in the in the mm-hmm. encryption, but it is part of of that encryption. Yeah,
0: and it's yes. uh, and it's the the unlock essentially for that exact part yes. of uh, yes. of
1: the yes. iOS device. Yes, without so, it, wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah. So what we've seen here is I have quite a bit of content. You see some of those folders have hundreds of megabytes mm-hmm. in here. Um, iPad is a very, or most mobile devices, are very space-constrained. right? Yeah. So if I have uh, gigabytes of gigabytes in my work folders archive, then I can't necessarily fit all of that on my device. So what we've done is what we call selective sync. Mm-hmm. So you get the full namespace on the device. You can browse through everything. You see everything you have but none of the file content is actually on the device. Hmm, so okay. what we, that's what we do to preserve, uh, basically, storage space on the iPad. Yeah. And when you're very interested in, let's say, a couple of files, let's say there is, um, let's say, these files that I have here on my, on my home screen, um, I could go hit that select button, and I can say, select them all, and now I can say, pin. And with pinning, um, That's essentially our way of downloading the files onto the iPad, physically storing them, using up storage capacity on the iPad. Mm-hmm. And now this file stays on in this app. It's encrypted, of course, and um, if, a, if a version changes on the server, if you make a change on the server, if you make a change on another client and that syncs to the server, then that change will also sync to this iPad mm-hmm. and uh, the file will always be up to date. And presumably, if you're working offline on the iPad, you've got access to That's the, file, exactly the you region. can change it, and it's yes. going to
0: sync back up as well.
1: Correct. Very cool. Nice. So, um, The one thing, however, because you said sync up, um, in this release, uh, we're having a read-only version of, of Work Photos. So mm-hmm. you can view all your files, but you can't actually upload them through the iPad app. Right, okay. For that, yeah. you would need uh, Windows 8.1 or Windows 7. Uh, that's currently supported, mm-hmm. um, of course we know that 's something that you, that most users like to do yeah, so we're a small team we're doing one step at mm-hmm. a time yeah. and fast uh, iterations, but yes something's yes. going to come in for you. yes yeah so um, let's have a look at that actual um, navigation. if I click on a folder, i can uh, you basically can see that on the top there is this breadcrumb bar building up as I go deeper levels, and I can use that to navigate back to a previous folder or even all the way home. Um, Let me quickly go back to this one. So this is a 20 megabyte file. I just have this here so I can show you that um, essentially the decryption takes place before we render the file. Yeah. So um, watch closely as I open this one. It downloads the file and there is a quick decryption and that's when it shows me the file. Excellent. So we can see that it is actually doing Really yes. doing what we say it's do, yes. doing there. It really is doing the description. Right. And it's a pretty nice picture at the end as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, what we can also do is we can um, essentially render Office documents. We have rendering for most of the common file types in here. Um, so if it was an Excel, a PDF, a Word document,
0: a uh, PowerPoint, they're, they're going to be yes. you're always going to be able to view them whether or correct. not you've got the
1: yes. now free um, yes. apps for um, Office installed on your device as well. Right. So, but if you're not, uh, it's a very basic viewer, right? It's we can't get every file type right. We can't mm-hmm. take every special feature of a file extension yeah. quite right. So, um, what we can do in this case is we can um, use OpenIn. Mm-hmm. So, there's a iOS capability called OpenIn, and that actually um, is something that IT admin should should consider. Yeah, it's a capability of the iOS devices in mm-hmm. general, and um, what um, the user can do is you can simply hit um, this little um, arrow on the top right corner, takes a second for um, iOS to respond to this because it looks for all the device, all the apps that are on my device that mm-hmm. have registered to handle this file extension, Cool. in this, okay. ca- in this yeah. case docx. So, on, of course, um, open uh, word basically um, came up so we can say open in word. And as I do that, um, the Office Word application shows up and it renders the file hey, for me. Cool. And it actually looks the same thing because it's a very simple file. Yeah, but, yeah, very um, easy. But it's, it allows yes. you
0: to get in there and, and, then to, and it also tells you that it's a read-only copy Correct. of the document as well. Yes, so, yes. Um, so very, very useful. Really cool for being able to, um, to roll out right. documents to um, any guys that are in the field that are using um, iOS-based devices. Right. Yeah, very nice. Um, what would happen, though, if one of those guys actually lost their device? Um, Say. I was uh, a nefarious character. I came along and I actually stole that iPad. <laughs> um, and it was unlocked at the time that I, that I stole it. Yeah. Uh, but Work Folders wasn't unlocked. It had been three minutes since we've been in a document. What
1: would happen in that case? So essentially, what I can do is I can quickly terminate the app for a moment. And we can pretend that the app now is locked. Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. what happens if you close down the app, like I just did. Or if you don't use it for a couple of minutes, then uh, it'll lock down. And when I relaunch it, It actually um, comes up, takes a moment, there we go, actually comes up asking me for the passcode. Okay, cool. So, and if I get my passcode wrong, then um, it actually tells me that my passcode didn't work, and I have a total of five attempts. Right, okay. So, I can basically do five different tries, and if that doesn't work, then we're actually resetting your uh-huh. app. Cool. So what happens is that we're going in and all the pinned files are physically on the device as well as all the, the metadata information, basically the, the namespace, the mm-hmm. information about files and folder names and yeah. these types of your things. Your username, your password. Uh, that, all of that um, is basically wiped at that moment. Oh, cool. So okay. um, the app is still on your device, mm-hmm. but the data is gone. So you can set it up as a brand new app and uh, put in your same username if you actually found your device again mm-hmm. or uh, you just continue as normal or if you are a new user then you can enter in a new uh, email address.
0: Very cool. So it, it literally does do a, a, a complete wipe of the data which right. is nice, it's not just kind of breaking access to the encryption, yes. it's yes. Completely, completely removing the data, it puts you into a pretty secure situation with, a, um, with an iOS device. Um, I guess one of the questions that folks are going to ask out there, and it's probably beginning to bubble up in people's minds right now, is the same thing we always get whenever we talk about work folders. When do you use work folders? When do you use SharePoint? I think the, the rule of thumb here is if you've already got investment in file servers, then you go with work folders. Uh, if you're a heavy
1: SharePoint user, then you want to go with SharePoint and OneDrive. Right. Yes, that's very much the case. Um, What we would like to um, recommend to people is essentially, if you have um, SharePoint on-prem, if you have SharePoint online, uh, whether it's part of Office 365 or separate, um, OneDrive for business is really all you need for file sync because that allows all of your clients to use the OneDrive apps across all the the devices Mm -hmm. and uh, you can even do collaboration solutions. Um, or collaboration scenarios. And uh, WorkFolders is a solution for those enterprises or organizations that have chosen file servers. So you have a very efficient, quick, simple file server that sits there, maybe you have business processes that have structured over the years around the file server. Mm -hmm. So you want to continue using that. Um, Maybe you're using offline files for the redirection. That would be a transition path into the future for you to use WorkFolders and um essentially it's a um, yeah next step in the offline parts and photo redirection history and it is a parallel step to OneDrive for business mm-hmm. so you can that's kind of where you can park this yeah and you can kind of mix and match both clients on the same machine absolutely it's not going to affect it yes. it's not going to affect the iOS device um, What else are you guys working on at the moment? So um, uh, we haven't shown that actually to anyone, so you guys are going to be the first one to see this. Um, Of course, when you have an iPad app, which is out since uh, end of January, um, we also have a pretty straightforward route to an iPhone app. So what I brought for you here is um, a prototype of our iPhone app. Mm. So that isn't released yet. It's going to okay. come soon at some point. It's actually connecting to a different server just because this app isn't completely finished yet. Mm-hmm. So it's a yeah. proof of um, this actually being a work in mm-hmm. progress. It pretty much works the same way. I can go and um, browse through um, folders. I can uh, look at files. <laughs> of course, <laughs> <Nice>. everyone <laughs> likes cats. It's always good to have a, an animated GIF of a cat. Yes. I like it. So um, it will support... Um, different modes as well. So you see I get uh, three rows here in um, in a landscape mode. And if I go back to portrait, I get one row. Um, it depends on the devices. If you have, uh, this is an iPhone 6. If you have uh, an iPhone 4, for instance, it's mm-hmm. all going to be a bit smaller. If you have a 6 plus, maybe you get two rows. We're currently deciding Mm -hmm. this, how it's actually going to look like in the end. And um, the one cool new feature that we're going to bring out when we also bring out the iPhone support in the app is search. So in the bottom here, you'll see one more um, icon that isn't currently on the iPad. If you tap that, you can see a search screen. So you can simply start typing. um, I just typed the letter M, so it finds me all the stuff that has the letter M in it. Mm -hmm. If I further refine, it refines this, so we can probably go down to, these are all the Microsoft documents now. Um, it's a
0: pretty effective and fast search mechanism as well. Right,
1: right. So if I just go back to this one and I see, um, let's say I find a folder that I like. Mm-hmm. So not all of the folder content will have uh, something with a letter M in it. Yeah. So when you go to a folder content, it actually throws you back, see on the top uh, on the bottom left, ah, it throws yeah. you back into the files view, and it shows you all the files that are inside that folder, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what users yeah. would expect when Absolutely. they find
0: a folder. Not just all the files that have a letter M in it, it
1: finds yes. actually
0: the files that you need. Correct.
1: Very cool. So stuff. that's our latest little addition. We're going to ship that soon. However, we don't have a really final release date yet especially mm-hmm. since it needs to go through the Apple release process and yeah. um, we used to have good experiences with Apple in the past when we released the iPad app but uh, it's all process it takes some time yeah, yeah. So. sometimes these things can slow down sometimes they can speed up right that is
0: the life of developing uh, apps for platforms so uh, yes. very very cool thank you very much for coming in and joining us and, oh, and taking thank us through you for that having stuff. me and uh, guys let us know if you've uh, if you found that useful um, let us know also anything that you'd uh, that you'd like to see in the app probably kind of uh, useful feedback for these guys so that they can start thinking about that Definitely. kind of stuff and um, let's have any comments on the show.